Hey guys, what's up? So this is In Bed with Eddie. Welcome to In Bed with Eddie. And I am so excited because today I have someone who is amazing. Lazar, my um, fashionista <laughs> expertise. You, you took a breath there. Like, <laughs> because you know. I wanted to make sure I got this right. Uh -huh. This is my fashionista expertise. My designer on living in the moment did all the wardrobe, the costumes, those beautiful ass pearls that Molly is wearing. Oh, my God. Put her in it. Like, he <laughs> slayed. He is a queen. How are you doing? I'm doing really good, Eddie. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad that you came in my bed. Um, oh, I didn't. You yet. didn't? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you? I am back in Chicago and the first thing I thought was like I need to call up this bitch because last <laughs> time I was here this bitch got me so drunk <laughs> and made me discover pictures of vodka which I never yeah I was like what the fuck you can buy a picture of vodka so um and we that pictures like we slayed we slayed that night I think we ended up at this other bar because the other one closed and long story short there was this really creepy ass guy that wouldn't give me his number and then texted me later and started harassing me. But besides that point. Wait a minute. You're missing like key points of that story. What am I missing? So you're missing the fact that A of all, I got you super drunk and I you introduced did. you to like cheap ways to get drunk at bars. Um, and then B of all, uh, I totally wingman for you and that creepy guy, you actually wanted him to text you. Originally. But I didn't what know he was turned creepy. out to be true though. Yeah. He was there with somebody else. And he was like, I'm actually here with someone. And then he tried to cheat on that with that you. guy with me. <laughs> like, don't cheat, especially me. Don't cheat on someone with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, I don't really have a high moral compass, but I will encourage you to follow your heart and do what feels natural. You're, you're very fierce. Ever since I met Lazar, I actually stalked you on Facebook. You were on this Facebook page, and I needed a costume person for um my web series and you had said oh i had worked you know intern on chicago justice um you know i can do it and then you came through girl you had mm -hmm. fucking brochures and like a huge like ass binder <laughs> this bitch <laughs> came through girl was glammed the ass up when we first met up and like i don't even think we had a meet really a meeting before did we have a meeting before? We just no, talked on the phone he literally we just talked on the phone and he and he showed up and he he dressed everyone at their houses like that's how fucking amazing you are. So yeah. first, I want to know you're very fierce. How come? How so? How when did this happen? When did when did my fierceness come through? Well, I was in in Los Angeles last summer from uh, uh, from Columbia for the semester in LA program. And really, the school year, my senior year of college, which was last year, before I went to L.A., um, I just kind of started to embrace who I was. I started to embrace everybody in Chicago for who they are. And I just started having a lot of fun everywhere I went. And uh, it just helped me open up to who I really was. And then when I went to L.A., I met Deborah McGuire, who she was our, one of our teachers for our program. And she was the costume designer on Friends and like Mike and Dave. And like all that you can google this this is like real but yeah no she's legit and i remember one of the things because she would uh, first of all everyone in la that came in always gave us really amazing advice but deborah mcguire in particular i really liked because her whole thing was she had built her way up 
through um, an orga- like organic relationships. So what she would do is she would just find people and be friends with them first and then co-workers second. And uh, throughout the years, that's just helped her assemble teams of good people that would come together and, you know, first of all, enjoy each other's companies, but second of all, like, really enjoy what they're doing as their job and then, you know, obviously produce great work. So That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And that was the, that's just something that I hold true. Like, if I spot someone that I feel like is going to work well with other people and that I get along with, I will, like, keep in contact with them and just keep them in my little pool of people. And obviously, we became a family. We became friends on my set. And literally that, you know, we all still work together. We love, like, reaching Mm -hmm. out to each other still. So I do agree. I think that's a great, you know, way to be. And that's how I've been. And and so you graduated from Columbia College, too, right? And what did you study? I studied fashion design. Um, but then I really got into costuming like my last last semester at Columbia and then I went to LA for it and like really in costuming like was when I felt like true to where I belong because in fashion I always just felt like I can't do this just because of like the expectations I just felt were so cookie cutter and then you go into costumes and there's like so many different facets like you know you, there's you know you got to do your uh, research and development you got to put together like each character's essence essentially you gotta like there's so many things to think about and consider that it just attracted me way more but you know what's funny is I got into fashion because of costume thinking so when I was in high school I helped with costumes on like the productions like musicals and Mm -hmm. theater stuff like that Uh, I really like costumes I loved our costume designer Kim shout out Um, she inspired me but then I thought oh fashion fashion's a little bit more like hands-on I felt Um, you don't deal with like divas or whatever but then I went into the fashion program and I didn't really feel like that was where I was supposed to be and then I started doing some costume work here and there and then I was just like you know what this is much better than what I went to college for so I mean still it, it kind of goes hand in hand but it's just different ways of design I guess now how do your um parents feel about all of this about me doing like costume design and and fashion design and being so fierce. Okay, so here's the here's the deal. So Bill the, the girl. <laughs> spill it. So back in high school, I was I really, 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 really was interested in makeup. I was like, like I, wearing it or no, not wearing it. Okay. Like learning how to do makeup on mm-hmm. people. Like that was just so amazing to me, just like seeing people transform. So I was like, oh, my God, I really need to get into makeup. And I basically went up to my parents and I was like, so I don't want to go to college. I want to go learn how to do makeup. And my parents were like, well, no, not my parents. My dad was just kind of like, that's super gay, dude. Stop. Right? <laughs> was that his exact word? <laughs> that was, yeah. He, he was like, he was like, he's like, I know you're not gay. And I was like, okay. Oh. Like, <laughs> So that kind of set the tone for where I was going to go with next. So I just thought, like, what's the most badass thing I could do? I was like, if this bitch wants me to get a degree, I'll get a degree in fashion design. (laughs) Yes. Because I was like, what's more gay than makeup? Fashion. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, you know? (laughs) And so so I got in. But my parents and I don't really have an agreement because they don't particularly, like, know about my gay lifestyle. They suspect it, and they're kind of like, 
we just don't really talk about it but I just kind of like have two personalities there's like me around my parents that's just super like prim and proper and I could sit there and I can make conversations and I could talk to you about boring straight shit and then there's like the queen ass Lazar that, that like, I know that you that know you fucking fuck shit up <laughs> oh my god you literally get it you just got it before you came here am I right you yes he texts me he's like I'm sorry I'm gonna be late I just like you know I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting I'm having sex right now I can't come I'm gonna be late <laughs> I know some people out there specifically they have to spend a lot of energy to be like no I can't even like act any like form of being gay or like I can't rock this shit and I feel like you rock all these outfits are you still that kind of like your parents Mm -hmm. obviously you said your parents suspected Mm -hmm. right because I mean Mm -hmm. you and I are on the same wavelength we're very outgoing we're very like we're, we're mask for mascara. Yes exactly so I mean there has to be like some point where your parents were like Girl. No, it's not even like that. My parents are just, they're, no. Are they oblivious to it? They're not oblivious. It's more, I think it has more to do with, like, cultural differences. Because Mm -hmm. here in the United States, I feel like guys act a very certain way. Which, can you explain this? Because I don't think a lot of people know. Um, Uh, I just feel like there's a very, like, strong But but what you mean by, like, cultural, that you're you're from? Uh, I'm Bulgarian. Yes. So, Eastern Europe, but still Europe nonetheless. And we have, you know, we don't have, like... I mean, yes, there's, like, your standard cookie-cutter men, but there's also, like, that little gray area, which I can kind of fall into in, like, European lifestyle, where it's kind of like, oh, he's just, like, metrosexual. He just takes care of himself. That doesn't mean he likes boys. Yeah. That just means that he likes to take care of himself, and that's it. And that's kind of, like, where I fall into that category there, and so, like, they really don't think anything about it. Plus, my mom is, like, I wrote this for Mother's Day. I was, like, she's a mix of... Peggy Bundy and Grace Jones. So she's like, <laughs> she's super like, you know, fierce, but also like really well put together. But then also like, you know, yeah, like the bouncy like titties and just like, uh, yeah, my mom got a boob job. She was like, I'm fierce. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes. So my mom and I have a lot of like the same characteristics. So, so, you know, you just figured, oh, you just like around your mom more, you know, it's not even like, like that. It's more of like my dad. I think the way he copes with it or like his denial <laughs> is that, um, oh, Lazar just takes after his mom. He just likes to be like kept together, like be super fierce, yeah. but also like have that little oomph of personality. Which have you ever heard um, that what you just said reminded me just in general, um, is he gay or European? The, the Legally Blonde Yeah, song. the Legally Blonde yes. Fuck. My friend showed me to that. And you know what? Honestly, bitches in America, like specifically like hetero masculinity, like what the fuck are we doing in the United States? <laughs> yeah. Like relationships, relationships, relationships. Sometimes they suck. Literally. <laughs> boom, boom. That's the worst intro, but. That's cute. I mean, I like Sometimes it. they suck literally because sometimes you... you like to just suck, you know, <laughs> but sometimes they suck. Yeah. They just suck and you're like. I've never had like anything turn into a successful relationship. And I think there's two reasons for that. Well, before we get into like hardcore Mm -hmm. talk about relationships, I kind of feel like this, you know, this podcast is about relationships, sex and potentially love. I don't know. Haven't really found it yet. But if I have someone on here, you know, a couple, someone that's in love or someone that's in love with me, you never know. I mean, it could happen. Right. Um, so this is kind of the umbrella, so we don't have to delve into it. So I want to start because Lazar and I 
click. And I didn't know why we clicked at first. And then as we went out, I realized that Lazar is the hoe that I would be if I wasn't on YouTube. Like literally like (laughs) Lazar is fierce fucking hoe and I love it. And like, but, but like you're a proper hoe. Oh, yes. I'm sloppy as fuck. Like, I go out and get (laughs) hickeys all over my neck, and then I got to fucking make a video and cover them up and shit. But, like, Uh so let's get started. Let's talk about your hoeness and tell me how you slay at being a hoe. I mean, usually. What's your, you're like a, we, I think we talked, you're like a hookup type. I'm a hookup type. I, I love, I love hookups. Hookups is my thing. I don't. Because I've learned my lesson from getting emotionally attached to boys. Just not possible because they suck. Yeah, most of them fucking break your heart and shit. No, I mean, it's not even that they break my heart, you know? Or it's like, like let's get emotion. to the point where you can break my heart. But I yeah. can't even get that, you know? Who said that it's better to have loved than lost and to have never lo- uh, loved yeah. at all? But I just never even got to that point. I'm just like loving someone so dearly that they can just break my heart and I'll be shattered into a million pieces. No, that's never happened to me. But uh, there's definitely been a few times... Uh, where I've felt like something could go right with somebody and then like for one reason or another it just didn't or couldn't or and the timing wasn't right. Maybe we just weren't living in the moment. Huh? Um. <laughs> you can watch it at litum, L-A-T-M, webseries.com. <laughs> the full full season you can stream it. Is that fucking me? Okay. I wanted to record this, guys, but my doctor called me and Lazar right before this. I think this is... I didn't really want to talk about this on the podcast, but what the fuck? Okay. Right? <laughs> Ever. So, guys, I want to talk about gay sex. Gay sex is, like, the best sex ever. It is, but it's... You have to be safe, and you have to use lots of lube. And in my younger days, I really didn't know when I came out, you know, and, like, didn't know how gay sex works because you no one fucking knows it's, it's and the porn most disgusting, is shit vile so don't watch planet. porn because it fucking is <laughs> yeah. so not realistic it's, not what it's it all is. straight guys that numb their butt and like just fuck the I shit mean, out I of each like other i feel like they also get like colonics like they do right before and they, they bleach do. their asshole too they have to and it's just like and like that's not real life <laughs> like people are people like you were you heard it here first. Yeah. People are people. People are people. But I will say, um, so I had to go to the doctor and get all this medication. And they were like super, they were like, just in case we're going to do like STD tests, which guys, you should do every two months. If you're sexually active, you should get HIV. And every six months you should do all your blood work. Just make sure you're good. Make sure you're good. Ask your partner or someone you're sleeping with. Be like, bitch, show me the fucking receipts, you know, or I'm not sleeping with you or, you know, because Nowadays, you don't want to take the chance. Yeah, um, you want to be safe. People are fucking sloppy, especially if you're on grinder. But and boys will say anything just to get in bed with you. Exactly. And when, more specifically, we're gonna talk about bottoming because fucking tops will stick their fucking dick anywhere. Yeah, like how hard is it to top? <laughs> you know, <laughs> actually, if well, straight men can do it, anyone can do it. Well, <laughs> I I have to say I've tried topping and it's I, it's hard. It's fucking a lot of work. Oh, what's your favorite topping? Mine's green peppers and jalapenos. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, that was like a short little PSA. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about gay sex yes. earlier. And so I feel like we can contribute to the conversation. Um, so th- I'm going to... What's your advice for bottoming, Lazar? Because we are both 
Hella bottoms. <laughs> all butts. All, all butts are off. I like that. This is for anyone out there listening that has in, never done it before. In terms of bottoming? In general. Like, Lazar's sick, slick tips for bottoming. Bottoming. Because this is two twinks and some drinks. drinks. <laughs> Make sure your booty's right. Um, Ripe? Right. Oh. Like, make sure that you clean that bougina up. Uh, you need to have all of the sex essentials when you go into the bedroom. So that means you need to have your lube, your condoms. Use lots of lube. I learned that the hard way. Yes. Don't, <laughs> don't let them convince you to do spit. You need gummy bears. Gummy bears. Gummy I can't bears. tell you. What? After. After. Or even during. What? Just like grabbing over and re- and eating some gummy bears. I'm not. It's like I've never heard of that. Sexiest, and even like after that, it's like, oh, I'm just gonna have some gummy bears. You know, I'm just gonna <laughs> I never heard that. You heard it. You heard it first, guys. Gummy exclusive. bears. And then you need not one, but two enemas, because I don't know if your boyfriend told you he was a top, but he's a bottom too. So. <laughs> Guys, you heard it from Lazar. I'm mind blown. Yeah. You blew my mind. I, I blow a lot of things. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about like the ghost in my house, <gasps> which is how, oh my God. which, which totally it. goes back to sex. <laughs> Somehow, guys, so, <laughs> it always goes back. It always revolves around, around sex. sex. So long story short, this guy that I was hooking up with is into like ghost cleansing and like communicating with the afterlife not voodoo shit he's like hindu like that's his religion (laughs) of choice in my house and ever since my parents moved back to my country i've i've been in my house alone a lot and you know usually like if i'm spending the night by myself in the house like that's usually when like the most shit happens because i just feel like whatever's in there doesn't feel threatened as much because what am i gonna do you know look at me um (laughs) yeah hey you can fuck shit up yeah i Girl. Figuratively. Not literally. <laughs> um, besides the point. So I, you know, literally, this is, this is true shit. I wake up with, like, whispers in my ear. Like, things, like something whispers, and then it just wakes me up. Oh, hell no. I've seen figures. Hell I've heard no. footsteps. Hell no. My dog randomly barks at, like, random points in the house. Sorry. Random points <laughs> in the house. It's insane. So finally, this guy that I'm hooking up with um, goes, oh, you know, like, I know stuff. Like, I have, like, some stuff that we can use to, like, communicate with the ghosts. And he, like, busts out, like, this gear or whatever. He brought, like, sage and everything. Okay, this is where the story gets so freaky. Guys, I'm getting chills right now. So, yeah, it's, I'm it's, getting it's chills. so intense. Like, there's so many things that fucking happen. But um, this story, fuck, I lost my train of thought. You, what you guys did in the basement. Basement, yeah. yeah. So we're going down to the basement. My dad used to be a cop back in my country in Bulgaria. So um, we go down there, and he has, like, this device or whatever that, like, tells you, like, what you, basically whenever whenever there's an entity, like, the device, like, sp- the entity uses the device to speak to you. And then there's also, like, a little screen that, like, tells you what it said in case you, like, couldn't hear it. So, like, it's, like, their best guess of what this entity was saying. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that this thing says is, policeman, funny. We're over here like, oh my God, we always make fun of my dad for being a policeman or for use for once upon a time being like a cop, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we, we're always like, oh, you're such a cop, <laughs> but whatever. 
Um, so that was like creepy as hell. And then we go into like this little like living room area in my basement that we set up. Like, and then what popped up on the screen was his name. <gasps> and I was like, what? And we were all just like, oh my God. And it was just me and him in the house. Yeah. So then like we left like the sage upstairs in this like ashtray, but it wasn't burning. Mm-hmm. It was, it was still off. And then the next thing the spirit has the nerve to say is be like upstairs. Oh, hell no. What the hell is I wouldn't want to fucking leave the basement. I'd be like, where's the door? So, Get me fucking out of here. First of all, he just said the dude's name. Second of all, he said upstairs. So typical white people, we go upstairs to investigate. And we're going upstairs. And where the sage was in this like glass ashtray, the ashtray was broken half. Like that just does not crack by itself. No, that's scary. No, we did not cast the spirit out. We just said... <laughs> This is what's happening, spirit. Whether you like it or not, this is it. You can break all the ashtrays in this house, but we're, we're still gonna have we're sex. We're gonna still have sex. Bye. Okay, I have a random question from this. Would you have sex with a ghost? If have you hot, had sex with a ghost? Well, no, I shouldn't say that because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So I guess it just depends. Like, if it's like Abraham Lincoln or something, <laughs> that'd be kind of hot. I wonder if founding like, daddy. I'm sure someone has said they've had sex with a ghost. So yeah, um, here's this, the deal. Um, I went out with Lazar for his birthday, brought my, um, newly 21 friend who got fucking wasted and I was like very sober, um, for the occasion. Right. And one of his friends came later and like, I thought he was so cute. And like, literally he's like, Emmy and Snapchat and Lazar <laughs> and I are here. Like he, he's like chatting me. He's like cute. Like he sends me like, Oh, I should open up the snap so I can say exactly what he said. Um, but he like replied to one of my photos and was like, cute. And I was like, thanks. And then he, I forget how the conversation, he was like, how long are you here till? And I was like, you know why he asked that? Yeah, I know why he asked that. I know why he asked that. And I was, and I was like, just till Tuesday. And so he changed the subject a little. He was like, oh, congrats. And then replied later, oh, how cute. Okay. And I was like, thanks, no problem. And I'm like, you're so sweet. I was just being like, casually nice. You're you're just like, you know what? Like I have someone in LA, but I could have someone in Chicago. (laughs) You know? <laughs> Not quite, but here's the thing. I we were talking about this. Like yes. I was playfully flirting with him. Yeah, because that's I'm fine. No, playfully flirting with everyone. There's those people yeah. that you know you're really probably never gonna get with. Right. But, like, you can flirt, hella, you know. Uh, this is one. But like, look, and then he just sent me this today. Can we get him to call me cute on your Snapchat? I can get him to call you cute if I call him right now. You're gonna call him right now? No. I can. We can do it live, loud, and in color. Guys, so we're calling um pizza dude. What's up, bitch? What up, ho? Oh, I thought you were leaving on Tuesday. Wait, today's Monday. Never mind. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Eddie? What do I think about Eddie? Yeah. I think he's really nice. Okay. What else? What else? I think he's really nice. He seems really creative from what I saw online. I was creeping on Sunday. Um, Where are you? What did you creep? What did you find? I was. I was creeping on your Instagram, uh, your little book. Why were you creeping? What were you trying to find out? More, clearly. More what? <laughs> Wait, am I on the podcast right now? I feel very, like, I don't know, attacked. Attacked? attacked? Who's attacking you? We're asking you simple <laughs> questions. What do you want to know? Uh, what I was looking for? I don't know. Pictures? 
<laughs> what kind of pictures? Is yeah. that what Instagram is about? Yeah. yeah Those kind of pictures aren't on Instagram. But you, you must have had like a... a not dirty ones. No. Yeah, they're not on Instagram. Ooh, but I see. You have dirty ones on Instagram? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's always like a hidden agenda. Oh, no, there wasn't. I was just looking to creep. just want to know how you, what, if we were vibing or not, you know. Yeah. Yeah, give us, okay, give me some, give me some top tips if I ever wanted to be a verse top. Well, you don't want to just jam it in there, that's for fucking sure, because you're going to hurt them. I like to be, like, really dominant, so I'm very aggressive, so if they're into that, do it. Neck biting, uh, sitting down, um, handcuffs, choking. No, I don't have, I've never done, like, handcuffs, no, but really? Oh, man, you're missing out. That's, okay, you have to, like, care about, well, not care, care about them, but, I mean, if you're going to have sex with them, you have to make it enjoyable. You, you don't want to just fucking them. hurt them. Yeah, like, how do you, how do you, like, suck them in? <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't really need to do anything. I just kind of, like, Bye. show them the good. Okay. Guys, if you want to know about Pizza Mirad, go to my video to the guy that emotionally abused me the most person's story today. <laughs> and you can find out about guys just, just like, like that. Him. So on that note, so on that note, guys, we have successfully done an episode. A great episode. This Literally, is this is the best episode I've ever filmed. Thank you, Lazar. And how comfy is my bed? <laughs> Your bed is so nice and uh, hard. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, yes. obviously. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can find me at Eddie Oliver S uh, on Twitter. Tweet me who should get in bed with me next. And don't forget, in bed with Eddie, there's a donate link like a PayPal or patreon.com slash Eddie Smith. We really appreciate it. And if you want to support the show, there's a link in um, the SoundCloud or go to my website. You can donate for the show so I can get fun kind of budget to do fun, uh, cool shit. Thanks for coming on, Lazar. Peace, love, and positivity, guys. Mwah.